Hey everybody, how's it going? It's Dan with Mark on Unleashed. Uh, it is actually a Saturday that we're recording, so I got to, I conned my uh, recorder guy to come in and do this. I just got back from the Keys yesterday. Um, by the way, don't go down there. We'll talk about that here shortly. Um, all right, let's start this thing off. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, at liberty and justice for all. All right, not that it's Florida or nothing, because I love going to Florida. Um, usually we go to Panama City Beach, PCB. Um, our guy Mike down there helps us out, and uh, great time down there. So the reason we went down to Panama City or uh, Key West was just because we had a, a free airline ticket, had to use it by a certain day, so we headed down there. Um, figured it was an island. Tara retired off uh, off Hawaii. Don't worry about it, Jay. Um, retired off Hawaii. There's always a breeze. It's, it's 85, 88 degrees down in Hawaii all the time. So she's like, hey, let's try the Keys. I said, okay, sounds good. I'm a fat guy. It's hot as shit down there, and I sweated my ass off. So just a heads up, we'll get that out of the way right now. Um, we flew into Miami. Um, our bags made it, so that's always a positive. Stayed at the Hilton Garden Inn on the way down in the cities. Um, great Highly recommend their bar there. Uh, great food um, and uh, fish tacos and steak. Obviously, I'm a food guy. I'm a drink guy, so I talk about that stuff. You know, what else am I going to talk about? Um, the weather, we'll talk about that too. But the culture, um, Key West is Key West. So, um, which, yes, we did not stay on Key West. We stayed in Marathon, which is about 45 miles north. It's one of the the keys, they call it. It's not an island. It's a key. I don't know. Um but we got down there, it rained pretty much the whole way down, um, down into the, the port, uh, or not into the port, but into the island, and um, got into our hotel, uh, nice room, highly recommend it, was a decent price, and uh, that was a Hampton Inn down there, and uh, figured, well, it's afternoon, let's go to the uh, local Publix, which is like our, um, not a Walmart, but basically like our festivals, and uh, grab some food and some drink, and Get ready for the week. We did that. I got an 18 pack of Bush Light because that's the only place you can find Bush Light. And um, I told Tara, I go, I'll grab the, the food. You grab some vodka, you know, because we like to drink some vodka. And um, we'll go from there. I walk out of Publix and Tara's got a handle of Tito's, a 175. I'm like, how pickled is our liver going to get? And she's like, well, what? You know, we, we're gonna, probably going to drink. I'm like, what, in the room just hanging out? They have a pool. They have a tiki bar, which you can't carry stuff into. It's not all-inclusive, by the way. So, obviously, that's going to cost me some money. So, all right, we, get, we grab the handle. We head back home. We got some lunch meat, some cheese and stuff, fruit. We go out that night, um, ask local people, a couple of local people. Oh, I ran into a guy at the grocery store and looked look like a local guy. The Publix on a Saturday was a zoo. And he's like, this is because everybody comes in. They just got here last night or this morning, and they got to buy their food for the week in the verbal VRBOs and stuff like that, the Airbnbs. So this place is going to be a zoo. You can basically picture Walmart on the first weekend of the month times two. It was fucking, it was nuts. So anyway, he tells me, you got to go to JJ's, you got to go to Dockside. I'm like, okay, cool. So we uh, Uber down to JJ's because we know it's going to be one of those nights. Our Uber driver, he's a new guy, I guess. Didn't speak much English, by the way. That's a common thing down there. Um, and uh, drove around the block three times. Finally, we're like, stop. There it is right there. So we got out. Um, went in. It was interesting, to say the least. Um, just a little dive bar. I posted some video of it. Um, started talking to some local people. And one guy, he was from Minnesota. So good dude. He, he knows where Chip was at, been in Eau Claire, 
been up by Hayward and Birchwood and all that stuff. So he's a big dude. Anyway, you can smoke in their bars down there, I guess, or for the most part. Um, and uh, he's smoking this, I don't know what the frick it is, like a computer chip or whatever you smoke. The vape, yep, the vape. And uh, But it's THC. So not only is he drunk, he's also stoned, and he's like 450 pounds, um, probably about 60 years old, good dude. So then after we, we drank a ton of vodka there, and uh, we're like, we're going to go to another bar, and he's like, yeah, I go to the Brass Monkey. Okay, I heard about that one. So we go to the Brass Monkey. That one's open at 4 a.m. We stay there till 3. The food truck parked outside of there closes its doors at 2.30, by the way, cocksucker. And uh, so I'm hungry. And it's 3 o'clock in the morning, our first night down there. Grab a cab, head back, because the Uber guy is not showing up this time because he can't figure out his ass hole in the ground, only one guy per island. And uh, so our first first night, great night, had a good time. Um, calmed down the second day, obviously. It rained uh, on and off pretty much the whole time we were down there. So we had a few days that weren't rain, but it was literally 100 degrees out with no wind, high humidity. And um, we ended up going to Key West, drove through some hellacious rainstorms going down there, and uh, got down there, had a little rain when we were there. We didn't give uh, too much about that, had a few drinks here and there. Definitely uh, a lot of rainbow, a lot of rainbow flags and um, stuff like that. A um, lot of couples that were, you know, gay couples, lesbian couples, which is fine. Talk to them. They loved it. Great people. But... Um, the whole trans thing with them, they were, they're more mad about that than I think we are, honestly. Um, anyway, got down there, had a few drinks here and there, and uh, rented a golf cart, cruised around, saw the southernmost tip of the U.S., you know, the zero-mile marker, all that good stuff, tourist stuff we did, and um, ended up uh, obviously drinking and had to drop the golf cart off and then get back to the car, so I dropped Tara off first because she was pretty drunk. And then uh, came back with the golf cart, parked it, and I was uh, double timing on the way back to the um, car, which where I thought it was. And um, they had probably ten. There had to be had, had to be six bars that were tra- uh, trans shows. Like yeah, and they had the trans sitting outside, you know, trying to get you in. It kind of reminded me of the Philippines, and. They're like, hey, big boy, want to go inside? I'm like, holy Jesus, nice tits, but deep voice, you know, <laughs> freaked me right out. I mean, it's been a while. So I'm like, all right, nope, got to go. So headed back, got got back to the car. Um, I was I was good. So I, I'm the one that drove home. Tara called out uh, speed limit signs. If you guys do go down to the Keys, definitely follow the speed limit signs. That is a huge thing. I mean, 100%. During the day, you go through the island, it's like 45, 45 miles an hour. At night, it's 30, 35, so definitely follow that. That's when they pull you over. Um, went to a little place called No Name No Name Pub. Great place. Had probably about $3 million of ones stacked around on the ceiling and on the walls, and everybody signed it. It was freaking crazy. The place wasn't probably no bigger than, I'd say, my my classroom here at Marcon. It was definitely smaller than my sales sales floor by half um so that being said uh did our thing there they have these little deer that you can pet almost they just they're wild but they come up to you because they've never been hunted um yeah they're national they say if you hit one of those deer you will go to prison in your car so um they have no predators humans feed them and stuff kind of so they just kind of walk up to you put your hand out it's pretty cool 
Um, great place to go down there. All in all, I mean, it was a great vacation. We we laid around one day in the AC and, and didn't do anything when it was kind of crappy outside. We hung out at the pool bar uh, one day. Um, BS with that, basically anyone that came through there. Um, ran up a $200 bar bill um, at the Tiki Bar. Again, that's why I say that I like to go all-inclusive when I go to Mexico, for sure. Um, but uh, great time. Really nice people. Uh, but all in all, all in all, it stunk. It was hot. Um, real estate down there is freaking crazy. And, um, the guys at the shop ran the shop. Wonderful. Um, nothing burned up, nothing blew up. Um, came back, there's still a shop here and, um, all in all, it was a good time. So now we're back to reality and that's that. So what happened when I was gone? Well, I see the Supreme court did a, what, six, three, was it six, three, six, three, uh, vote on the basically the affirmative action not affirmative action it's basically when you're minority you can get into college but when you're a white person you can't get into college or asian person can't get into college i guess asians aren't minority should probably tell them that um but anyway so you know basically what and i kind of followed a little bit when i was gone but i didn't listen to it a lot um i believe like 50 percent of african americans or blacks are getting into harvard and then like 15% 15% of whites and Asians are getting into Harvard. Um, so this happened to me back in 1991. Um, I was on the USS Nimitz and I tested my first time and um, I was a white male. And they basically told me that my score of like 85 was not good enough to get the one of the two positions that was available on the ship for my rank and my rate. And uh, I said, well, so-and-so got it and they're like well that's because he's a filipino and we need more filipinos in that rate i said the guy can barely speak english and he's dumber in a box of rocks he got like a 64 on it and you guys gave him a crow and they're like you have an issue with that I like, god damn right i have an issue with that he's not the best guy for the job but they had to meet a quota and that's been going on like that forever in the service um only there it's it was the filipinos and the one that were getting the promotions and not the whites or the blacks, even though sometimes we were testing better than they were. Um, I tested better than a lot of them on, I believe it was up to four tests. Um, I was at actually almost a 90% um, on my test and um, still never made that rank because I was a, a white male. Um, got out, went to law enforcement school and, and came um, back home and tested for the uh, FBI and the U.S. Marshals. And again, I made it to to like qualification three and they said basically i would have had to been a female um minority and pregnant to get the test or to 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 win the job but because i was a white male that they already had enough of them and um they needed to hire other people that even if they weren't more qualified than i was so it's been out there forever now it seems like though um it hits a lot of the libtards and is hitting their families and they're mad about it because their little Johnny or something's not getting into a college that they want to get into. So now it comes to, to, to light and now everybody's blowing up about it. This shit's been going on forever. And it's been going on back in the, you know, the forties, the fifties against the blacks. So, you know, it's, it's, it's twofold actually. Um, however, I'm glad that to see the, the universities, got slammed on it just because it's nice to see the universities get slammed. Um, Willow's even happy about it. Actually, she's pissed right now because there's so many people here. And um, 
but they're just going to figure a way around it. That's all. That's all they'll do. Um, I'm glad that right now they're not. Um, what they they struck down also the paying for colleges for for all the people that Joe Biden said that they're going to pay for college for. So that's great. Um, wonder what he's going to run on this time as far as uh, what his strong suits are. Getting up in the morning. I mean, come on, the guy listened to some of his stuff. If you guys want to listen to a decent podcast, you got to listen to Ben Shapiro. He, he, he throws some cool stuff out there. Like he'll play, he'll play the, the Joe Biden speeches of the day or whatever. And literally I could stay sober, talk to every drunk person in the sandbar at night and they'd be more coherent than, than that guy is. And he's running our country. I can't even get into the whole Hunter Biden and, and the mafia ran shit there. Um, if you or know somebody that are voting for Joe Biden for this next election, or even think have an inkling of thinking that he's doing a great job, let me know. Just stop in. Say you got to talk to me. Otherwise, the other thing is, if you run into somebody that says, you know, look, I have some family members still that, you know, oh, screw, screw Trump, you know, but the Democrats. Okay, so I ask them, what are they doing good for us for? And then they get mad and they walk away and he cusses me out. And I don't know anything because, because I'm just a nephew and this and that, you know, and he still thinks I'm 12, but it's like name one thing that, that this presidency has done good for our country besides padded their bank accounts and, um, got us into a war and basically made us the laughing stock of the fucking world. That's just what I got to say. Uh, but again, this is just my opinion. So tough shit, too bad. This is the way it goes. Um, if you guys want to start your own podcast, you don't like mine, um, I'll give you the name of these guys and you can uh, talk to them. But until then, um, keep sharing it, keep liking it, keep uh, keep listening, obviously. Um, we'll probably see you guys out at the sandbar one time in the next couple of days um, or the next few weeks, obviously, because I like to go there. Um, the View as well, uh, good place. And um, that's about it. So just a little brief on what we had going last week and hope you guys have a great safe 4th of July. You'll hear this the week, the day before the 4th. So stay safe, keep all your digits and don't put butter rockets in your ass. Never a good idea. All right. Dear Lord, thank you for another day of life. And thank you for all the love we have. In our lives. Thank you for letting the shop run great and the trip be wonderful for myself and Tara and everybody that's on their travels this holiday season. Please be just with them and make them arrive and get home safe. Um, just thanks for another day of life that, we have to worship you and give you thanks. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we say amen. Godspeed. God bless. Take care, guys. Bye. Here at Eau Claire Hometown Media, we're proud to have as one of our longest-serving partners the fine folks with Stokes, Proc, and Munt Funeral Chapel and the Cremation Society of Wisconsin. Here, Randy tells us what got him into the funeral and cremation industry. Well, what brought me into this mainly was curiosity. Uh, I've always been real heavy into the sciences. And uh, I had a bachelor uncle that used to take me to a lot of funerals. Cause, and he knew a lot of people. So we get all dressed up in those days you did. Go to a funeral and go out to eat. That was kind of the payoff for it. So I met a few funeral directors, you know, along the way. And uh, I even helped my parents do his arrangement. That bachelor uncle died in his 50s. And uh, I don't know. I think it's been a good fit for me. 
I thought I'd try it and see how I like it, and, you know, I've been in it for 50 years. <laughs>